and we are rolling. So thank you for listening. My name is Tom, and this is Abroad Madness. Welcome back for another episode. I mean, just one question: like, what do finance like? This is probably kind of late for me to ask. Like, you know, after you just had that call, like, uh, yeah. talk about it. <laughs> But what do people find it like? People in finance do you kind of just like look at the whole company, like look at the numbers and make sure like everything is running smoothly. Make sure that's no like a department that's using too much money. And right, if you're right. doing, using too much money, you kind of just like, hey, you're spending way too much, kind of like that. Um, I think different departments have mm. different um initiatives. Yeah. And a lot of times they would say, okay, can you give me like Hyakuma, to invest in this project, so then we will grow in the next four years. But then you should be like, oh, okay, give me numbers. I need proofs. Yes. Like, tell me what do you mean by four years, and what do you mean by two hundred percent? How you're gonna get there? How many customers you're gonna get? Like, you have to have all those proofs to uh, get to where you where they said they will be. And a lot of times, if they can't provide those proofs, then you know it's like, uh, okay, there, then we're not gonna do it. I think that too. So, for example, like now I look after like a warehouse costs, and in a warehouse, like there are a lot of people. It's a heavy cost as well, like hiring people to work in the warehouse, and your job is to like also like negotiate their wage and uh, uh-huh. make sure that they don't get paid. Above the average, <laughs> so a lot of times it's like you know ethic. I don't know. Like for me, I know I understand the rational side. Yes, the company needs to make money so then yeah. we can you know we can survive and right, then we right. can pay the employee and we can pay the investors. But on the other side of me is like yeah, I, I you know I interview these people before like when I was a journalist and you know they are people and you're trying to not raise their wage like what the like. <laughs> I just, I think morally, I'm just like very, I can't, I just can't. So like, I think that's why a lot of times I find like myself really miserable in this uh, job. But yeah, so I like, I understand that now that okay, then what next? You know, what's next? I need to take an action to change it. So I, um, yes, I will pivot my career to a different thing. But yeah, I think that's just like a dilemma that like, you know, when you're not in a place that you feel like you should be, then that the feeling you you will get. Thank you for that. Like, I, like, th- like thanks to you, I don't think I will go into finance because <laughs> I don't think I can do that too. But then you know, finance is like a really you know it, it pays well and like people respect you and you know yeah. you get all that. Like, ha- have you ever had this thought like you know, oh, like I definitely do want to get paid more, but then I definitely I want to do something I don't hate. Yeah, actually, I was just thinking. Actually, I don't need that much money. Right, you know, like right. I, yeah, and also I don't want to make money out of. <laughs> things I don't believe in. Right, right. Mm. Yeah, like I'm not. I think my company is doing great, and like mm-hmm. I, I think they're doing still, you know, important jobs in the society. But at the same time, I want to like life is so short. I want to do something that I'm passionate in, and also I find meaning. Like, I mean, I'm totally fine working, you know, over time, and yeah, same, like, same. I remember those feelings, you know, like back, like you said back in college, like when you're doing some passion projects, like you know you have the capacity to work like over time, and like super, you get super excited about the results, and like you know I have no problem working hard, but I just want to find that one thing that I want to mm-hmm. put myself into like wholeheartedly, and I don't really care about money because um yeah like I don't think we need that much money, like especially in Japan, I think really. To say this, like I think it needs some clarification because I think to per- like quote unquote pursue your dream, yeah, your society needs to be 
like in a private you have to be in a privileged society to do that yeah, like definitely. in japan you know that even if you work in a kombini you will get get paid and you will have food yeah like you will not die you know yes exactly so i think that like in japan like it's such a you know privileged country so i was i think we are able to do that mm-hmm. i'm not saying like every country you know you have the privilege to do that but at least right. at least where we are in japan like you have the opportunity to really do what you want to do and still get paid decent like you're not gonna die you know like worst case you're not gonna die you're just working yeah you probably work minimum wage but yeah you're still gonna be fine like minimum wage in japan actually like it's survivable like i mean a lot of college like university students have been doing that and you know some people have made it yeah yeah out from there and it's definitely possible. Like just listening to what you just said, I'm definitely like not gonna go into finance. But and also, <laughs> one thing like, have you ever thought about going into sales? Um, I think it depends on what I sell. Yeah, like, obviously. Yeah, but I I will not. I think I, at this age and also after working for so long, like mm-hmm. six seven years, I already know that I'm not gonna do something that goes against my will. Oh, okay, so sales <laughs> is like something yeah. that kind of goes against your will. No, I mean, no, no. I mean, like, if I'm selling for a product that I believe in, then ah, no yeah. problem. Mm-hmm. It's, I think it's the mission behind what you do. Ah, okay. I think what I do, it doesn't matter. Like, I can do anything. I can learn from the job. But, like, True. I think the mission behind the company or the mission, the mission behind why I do what I do, I think that's more important. I mean, for me, I, I think for everyone, it's different. Someone is like, yeah, you know, a lot of people would be like, yeah, I can, you know, if I get a good paycheck, I don't care what I do. Mm-hmm. But I think I am the kind of person who just cannot yeah <laughs> definitely for me like a good paycheck definitely like you know i i want to i want to live normally <laughs> i want to be able to live normally yeah like, yeah, you know, yeah to have a not that you know to not freeze in the in the snow in the, yeah yeah because like japan are famous for the thin walls yeah <laughs> so like imagine you're in tokyo and you're already here everyone and your walls are thin and you're cold imagine here in niigata it's snowing outside and your walls are thin <laughs> oh <laughs> So yeah. yeah, it's like crazy. So definitely I do want to get a good paycheck. And as I said just now, like I just want to do something I don't hate. And then it's fine. Like and I'll you know, when I'm working, I'll put like my rational side into mm-hmm. like my working mo- like all of my work and then my creative side, I'll just like find like, you know, this kind of projects or Yeah, yeah. Maybe just like studying something else. I'll just like do it on the side. So for me like the work and life balance <laughs> is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also think that um, there's a word called like um, career capital. So there's a book called um, So Good They Can't Ignore You. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, it's a really good book. Um, It talks about something called career capital. Basically, I think at at different stages stages of your life, Mm -hmm. you need to pile up your career capital so then you can exchange what you want next. So for example, like I you know, for me to say that I don't want to do this job anymore and I yeah. want to, you know, pivot my career to something else, it's only because I have the capital right now to say that. Because I already worked for seven years. And yeah. also, you know, when I was in college, like I didn't have any choice. <laughs> I just needed a job that paid me. So I didn't really get to choose what kind of field or like, you know, those kind of like passion um, projects that I could, you know, work in. But at the time, I was like, okay, I, I knew that one day maybe I'll leave here and, you know, do something else. And now I think I'm at a time where, okay, I think I'm confident that, you know, I have some savings. And, mm-hmm. 
I know I kind of already know why good at what I'm not good at and also there are things that I build up in this job as well that I can bring to the next career so I think it's also important like a different stage of life you have you know sometimes you just have to face a reality yeah within the limited resources what can I do right yeah like when, when you're younger maybe you don't have that much choice because you don't have money you don't have any like, connection you don't have anything but once you build up that like career in a couple of years then you I think it's always good to constantly be thinking like okay now then look at your like you know bag and see what you have right now what's on your hand and what can you use out of it and to like lead you to a better like life that you wanted to mm-hmm. go to kind of thing and will you be working in like do you think you'll see yourself like working in Japan yeah I think but I mean I don't limit myself if there are good opportunities other, at other places I would go as well but I think it's also yeah like it's the same as career capital but you know if I'm gonna have a family soon and oh, I'm, okay. if I have kids then that's another you know limit you're, you're always gonna have limit in your yeah. life right and I think my next stage of life maybe I'll have those kind of limit that you know I, I can only choose within like you know the bucket that I have but um yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, it's definitely, definitely what you made said just makes sense. Just like, yeah, you know, just basically do what you can, and then you, as you said, like you're when you're doing a job, you kind of learn a lot of things all all the way along the way, and yeah, then yeah. you just bring that to the next job. I guess like your world just gets wider and wider as you got you yeah, know, as yeah, you gain yeah. more experience, and then the things that you can, you used to be, the things that you can't use you can't do, or the the place basically the places that you can't go before. Like it, mm-hmm. all, it just opens up because of that. Yeah, Obviously, yeah, there are yeah, some exactly. places, some things that also close because of that too. Yeah, yeah. The reason why I asked you for like you know why uh, if you want to work in Tokyo is because you you told me before like you have yeah. like recently got your permanent residence residency yeah in Japan yeah. and like I've kind of also been wanting to get that yeah <laughs> but like what made you want to get your like a permanent residency um that's a good question. Well, because my boyfriend is Japanese okay. and yeah, so I'm just thinking like maybe if you're going to, you know, be in Japan longer term, then maybe might as well just get a permanent resident. Uh. Um, and also, I think like, I mean, it doesn't mean that I have to be in Japan, right? Like right. <laughs> you can always right. go somewhere else and come back. And But Japan can always be like another base outside of Taiwan. Mm. So I thought like just having that would be really helpful. Yeah that's the reason did you just thought like i can apply for it so yeah why not was it kind yeah of like yeah that? yeah yeah but i think in the beginning actually um the first year i came to japan i had the mindset of i'm just gonna be here for a year and i'll oh. go back to the states because there's a system where you could do that uh, okay but after a year i'm like you know it, i think japan has a very, like a magic yes. power it's it like has. yeah you never feel like it's enough right like yeah one year oh maybe three years oh maybe five years no like i definitely agree like yeah. i mean I be, i'm staying in the same exact place i grew like i went for university and it still feels like there's so much things i haven't explored yeah as exactly. like a university student there was so much things that was limited as you said just now and now i'm like in a, i'm working person and i can go snowboarding like you know next week yeah, i'm actually yeah. doing that and for the next oh. few weeks like all the weekends snowboarding <laughs> every single yeah. snowboard, like ski resorts i'm just gonna go there I, I mean i'm currently trying like one like wishing to not wishing that like, i want to do it but just as you said just because i can and just like yeah i want to get yeah. it yeah 
And yeah, also, yeah. And also, I guess it will like just make the whole. I don't have to go to the immigration office every yeah, single exactly. two <laughs> two years to get it renewed. Yeah. I definitely, you know, I definitely don't want to stay in Japan for that long. I, 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 mm. and I actually have to force myself to do it. It's like, you no, know, you, you can't. <laughs> you know, I have to like, go into this mindset. Like, you can't just stay here forever. It's a good place, yeah. but you need to move on. You need to move. I have to yeah. say that to me like constantly. So yeah. Japan definitely has this like. It just just brings you in, and you it doesn't let you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a magic. I mean, even like if you're bored of Tokyo, everywhere else is just beautiful. Everywhere else has its own culture, and like the food, it's just amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's just like I'm not sure who told me this, but cameras. I I am not. I'm not even sure if it's correct or not. One person I think told me that cameras are actually invented in Japan. Because mm-hmm. they really wanted to share what they're seeing right in front of them, you know what, like what they're oh, seeing wow. in Japan. So mm-hmm. that's why they invent picture, like cameras, just so they can, you know, give out pictures. So I was like, wow, it's definitely very true. <laughs> yeah, Japan is so beautiful. It is so, so beautiful. beautiful. And yeah, so yeah. actually, talk to me a little bit how like the whole process of uh, you know getting your PR in Japan. I think the usual process is that you wait for ten years and right. then you can apply. And there's, I think Abe-san in the past couple years, he changed the law. And um, now that you like, there's a point system. Yeah. So if you hit, I think it's 75 or 80 or 85, I forgot. Then um, you're able to apply within like, like, even if you only have one year residency in Japan. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think everyone, if you have a, like a stable job in Japan and you speak Japanese and you have like N1 or you graduate from a Japanese university, then it definitely helps. Like if you have a master's degree, that helps. You, yeah, you, you can just go to their website and see that graph and rank yourself. So the point is like, it's like, you know, pretty easy, as you said, just go to a website, just look at it. But then what comes after? Yeah, actually there are a lot of process. Like, yeah, I have to go to the Kuyak show. I mean, I don't know about in Nikata, but like it's, in Tokyo, yeah. it's like, so for example, I live in Meguroku oh, in Tokyo. Okay. Then you have to go to the Meguroku Yaku show uh-huh. and then get a lot of the documents. And you have to get your Nenkin and you have to get your like um, Hokkien and uh-huh. Deikin, like yeah. your tax documents. Mm-hmm. So you have to run to like two, three different places to gather all the documents. Also, you have to pr- provide the proof of your like school. Like for example, in the... Um, on, in the point system, you have to prove that I, you're you have a uh, bachelor's degree. Yeah. Then you have to have your graduation, like a diploma. Okay. Or, <laughs> Thank God I did not throw away that. Yeah, transcript and <laughs> stuff. So, yeah, I mean, those are like, yeah, we can talk about in details. Yeah, yeah. But yeah like those are kind of like the basic stuff. Mm. And, and then you wait for like three, four. I think now I waited for five months. Oh, it depends. Quicker yeah. than I thought. A lot of people waited for three, four months as well. So I think it depends. Or a year. I think last year, a lot of people waited for a year. Oh, yeah. This year was a little faster. Okay. So basically, rank yourself with the point system and then get all the documents from everywhere. And then just, Mm -hmm. where do you send it? Like, does it just say that? Oh, you just send it to the immigration office or something? Oh, you have to go there. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. (laughs) Just uh, go there, go to immigration and... The only PR or like immigration thing that I kind of know is the American one, which is again very strange that I know that and not my mm. own country. But apparently, you need to do like a interview and 
you have to sing the American. Oh really? I don't know. Oh I, no no no! I think that oh that's for like citizenship. Ah okay okay. So it's so different. So in Japan, as like you can also apply for yeah. citizenship, yeah. or you can apply just as permanent residency. Yeah yeah. And I think the difference is like you cannot participate in like political events. You cannot vote. Yeah. And you you don't have a Japanese passport, and you don't have a Japanese name. But I think other than that, like resident permanent residency mm-hmm. would just get you pretty much like you can get loans, you, you can buy a house with like, like the same you know criteria mm-hmm. as Japanese, and you can just come into Japan whenever you want. So just like go there, send like just give it them all the documents, and then they're like, okay, we'll call you like in a few few year few months or something. Yeah, I think they're gonna send you a mail. I, I mean, they I received the mail oh, okay. as a notification. Very Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> Sending everything by mail. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Because I think you are like the one of the first person I've talked to that have actually gotten their like PR. Oh, really? Yeah. I see. So that's why I'm like, oh, you have your PR? Tell me everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think a lot of people, like once you start working, mm-hmm. I think it's more because you start paying taxes and you find, you know, you get those points and stuff. So I think once you start working, you can start thinking about Applying. I recently, by the way, recently lost my resident card. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's a it's a struggle. <laughs> I mean, I'm still in the midst of it. Like you know, I I haven't gotten my my new one reissued, which is kind of shit because mm. we are nearing the end of the year. So yeah, I'm kind of worried about it. So, you know, I was kind of scared because you know, to renew your resident card, like your visa, it's very annoying. Right, right? you have right, to go to right. your like company. I, yeah. I get them. To, for that paper and you have to write a form go to the immigration office and then hand it over and then the way you wait for like two months or two weeks or something yeah and then I'll go there again to get it so i was yeah. like oh shit it's gonna be the same thing and i was so scared you know i was like oh maybe i have to tell my company like it's gonna be like a bit annoying you know as as mm. your podcast like oh i have to like travel my company yeah yeah i have to be like rude to them but Apparently, I all I need is just to write this one form, just one form, and then I need to get mm. a istodoke, which is like a slip, mm. uh, what a uh, note, like a show me show, which is a uh, proof that proof. I lost, yeah, mm. proof that I lost my residence card. Mm. And so, I, I went to so to get that you have to go to a police office. So I went to the police mm. office, like kind of after hours. And then I told them, oh, yeah, I lost this and that. And they were like, oh, okay, so we're going to call every every precinct that you went. In. Like, not precinct, <laughs> that just like every, the office, like you, the, mm-hmm. the district that you went to, because I went snowboarding recently and mm-hmm. I go to Niigatashi quite a lot. So like, oh, we're going to call them and then we're going to call you in like, a, uh, so I went there around 7.30 and mm. I got a call at 8.30, which is super fast. I'm actually quite amazed by how fast they were. Wow. Mm-hmm. they're like yeah like you have this uh so we can't find it so you i'm giving you this number so just come in like on a uh, on a normal day like you know uh, mm-hmm. on a weekend weekday on office mm-hmm. hours to just and you can just get your what the proof very easily just like go them yeah. go there tell to tell them this like three digit number i was like oh okay this is kind of like very smoothly i was actually like kind of surprised like how everything was going to go so smoothly you know just go to yeah the office get the proof go to the immigration office get them and i think they actually wrote there maybe it's going to be done in like a day or something i was like what a mm. day how is that impo- like possible i didn't check i yeah. didn't call so i took a day off and 
in Japan in a Jap in a very normal Japanese company, taking a day off is kind of like a big deal. It's like, oh my god, you're taking right, a day right. off? How? How? <laughs> how dare you? Yeah, exactly. Like my companies don't give like you know. That's why I'm actually amazed by how you can actually get such a long like leave leave. My oh, I know. I I'm working. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. My my company doesn't even allow me to get like four like five days worth of comp. Like I can't get five days in like consecutive five days. I see. The the most I could get is just like take month uh, Friday off and Monday off and then get like you know mm. like that's the only the most I could get I do right now. I see. So I took a day off and I went to the police office. I was like, okay, you know, once I get there, I will take a one hour drive to the immigration office and everything will be done by the day i was like oh wow <laughs> went to the police office and then i told them the number and then the police like the police lady was like oh you can't do that right now like i was like wait what mm. i was told that i could do like get it very easily today and like oh mm. no like this takes like a, like some time and i was like what mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. my plan of going directly to the, the immigration office is basically now in shambles. Like, are you telling me like I can't do this right now? Wow. They're like, yeah, they're very sorry, but yeah, like the people because I went at night shift and during mm-hmm. night shift, the people who are working at the office, like usually the people who knows about all this, the documents, mm-hmm. they're not there, and so oh. I was just basically left with like people who knows how to arrest people and save people <laughs> wow and they told me like oh yeah like so the fastest we can give you this is like next week wednesday i was like what <laughs> wednesday wow okay and then so yeah and yeah it was it was i was kind of like really feeling really shit i was like oh i could have i thought i could have done this in like a day <laughs> <laughs> wow but yeah, this this just reminds me like in Japan, just like before you do everything, just double confirm with everything. Yes, yes, exactly. The the application <laughs> is never ever easy. If it feels like it's easy, it's probably wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Like I was, I was you know happy, you know, like on the on like uh, Friday morning. Yes, yesterday basically yesterday. That was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. I was really happy. I was just like. Oh yeah, everything's gonna be like you know done in whole in the in the day and everything. So I just went there and then they just told me no, you can't. And I was like, yeah. So what am I gonna do with half a day off? I, I can't. I can't do anything <laughs> right now. Also in Japan, like everything is quite black and white. Right? Like they right. they will not tolerate a little bit of mistakes. Yeah. Like you really have to go back and redo it. Yeah. I think in Taiwan, like no. I, I don't know about Malaysia, maybe the same. People are really like, yeah, Flexible. like you know, if you're like. Giddy, giddy. like if you're almost there then yeah, yeah we'll just like close our eyes and let you pass yeah but not in japan <laughs> no it's yeah. like and i don't even know I, I tried looking up like the the proof like the documents online and I, was, mm. and I couldn't find it but if the documents only consist of just like like a lot of like just circles and just like easy things you could have easily done right here right there i would be yeah. so mad <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah, I mean, if I one day want to get my PR, I I, I probably I mean it, it was probably yeah, you it, can it, always ask me. Oh yeah, I will. But it's I mean it's definitely my fault for losing my residence card. <laughs> 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 this yeah. has nothing to do with the PR. But I was just like, yeah. Speaking of like you know staying in Japan, I lost my like residence card in Japan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
but sorry just checking is the time okay no no yeah it's for, for you i mean is okay. is it okay for you i i mean yeah, you yeah. probably need to go and eat so we, we can we can <laughs> in a little bit yeah yeah i mean we can definitely end it here we are recording we've been recording for like an almost two hours so like that's crazy yeah. i've never recorded a podcast this long <laughs> how, how long do you usually record like an hour no our podcast was really like short like 30 40 minutes yeah Oh, you, you only, you guys just record like for 30 minutes and then you just stop and then just move Oh, on. no, no, no. But I think our conversations usually end around like 30 to 40 minutes. Uh, I don't know why, but we just kept it like. I, I, I would, I would, I would also cut it. I would also like, you know, finish everything oh, okay. and I'll just like cut it into uh, like see, see, two see. hours and I'll just like pop, 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 pop. And I guess, uh, I mean, I this is why I have stocks. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. But yeah, thank you, Irene, yeah. once again for you know, joining. No, thank you. It was really fun. I, yeah, like this podcast is really cool. Like you just <laughs> get to talk. It's not like, you know, you're interviewed by a set of questions. Yeah. You can actually have a good conversation. And really like, enjoyed it. Oh, that's that's always really nice to hear. Everyone tells me that. I'm like, is it true though? Is it true? I, I, do, you, do you actually just like hate me? <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, th- thank you, Irene, for agreeing. No, to it's really this. fun. But, thank you so much. Yeah, so thank you for everyone for listening and Yeah, thank you everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.